This is Parkinson's and Me, Season 3, Episode 7, Transitions. Hi, everybody. I am back. It's good to be behind this microphone once again to answer the question that many of you have been asking, and thank you so much, is, Daniel, where have you been? Are you okay? Good news is, I am okay. I just needed to take a break. I think I was being too rigid with myself and how I was allowing the podcast to grow. For those of you that have not listened before, this is a Parkinson's podcast. I was diagnosed in October of 2019 with young onset Parkinson's, and this is a journey, my journey, learning about the diagnosis, continuing through the progression, the difficulty, while striving to take advantage of the focus that this diagnosis has given me, and to be intentional at every moment that I can. I want to see if I can live with Parkinson's, but also thrive with it. And I do that by changing my perspective. And I'll go more into that a little bit later. I'm recording this just a few days before Christmas. I want to wish you a happy holidays. It's that time in the year again. Moving from warmer weather to cold weather causes me to be a bit more stiff, but I do love the holidays. For many of us, that provides the opportunity to be around family, to be around those that we may have the deepest connection with. I'm going to try to enjoy and not focus so much on my Parkinson's, or at least try to and instead focus on on relationships, blessings that I've been given. Brian, who is my brother who does not have Parkinson's, will not be joining me for this episode. We have actually recorded a couple of other episodes. However, after recording, editing, and getting ready to release the episodes, there just wasn't something that was right about them. Maybe it was just the wrong time. I'm very thankful that my brother understands my artistic nature. There's just a lot of pressure that I put on myself. So Brian, thank you for understanding. Doesn't mean that the episodes will not be featured. It's just the wrong time. As I said at the intro, I want to thank those of you who were just checking on me. All the way from Philip just sending me an email going, Hey, you okay? Haven't heard from you in a while. I also wanted to share an exciting email I got from Joe. I'm just going to read just a a portion of this. It meant so much to me. Joe was saying, even though he wasn't much of a bucket list person, that recently he's been able to turn his life around to understand that even though the bucket list isn't for him, it's for his family. And he has looked outside of himself to meeting their needs because they want time with him. So he was saying that he's busier than ever making memories He's entering a tennis tournament with his wife. My wife really liked this. Dressing the dog up in a costume to show off when taking his daughter to and from school or taking his family on a Holy Land excursion. He wrote, I've never been more exhausted. LOL. Joe, thank you so much for sharing that. I love it. I love it that Joe didn't allow Parkinson's to flat him out, but he's doing something about it. I do want to take a moment. And thank Christine, this lady continues to call me, letting me know what a blessing I am. Christine is not able to take drug 
that makes the biggest difference, and that is carvedopa levodopa. When I take this medication first thing in the morning, it causes me to get nauseous. However, usually I can have some crackers or eat something and get over the nauseousness so that I could take the medication for the day. Those like Christine cannot take it. So with Christine calling me, encouraging me, she says she has her personality and she's not going to allow it to take away who she is. Thank you, Christine. And those of you that are some prayer warriors, please lift up Christine. In this season, I've kept the theme around speaking life, trying new things and experimenting. I'm starting to realize the importance of looking at events and choosing how I'm going to experience those. If I look for the negative, situations are going to turn out more negative. It will be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Or instead, I can try the much more difficult way. (laughs) That is training my brain to look for the best things that are occurring around me. For me, it's not a quick switch. It's not something I can snap my fingers and at that exact time, hey, I'm gonna look at this positive or negative. Positive, hey, everything's fine. (laughs) Doesn't work that way for me. Can I train my brain to look for things that are going really well? And once my brain is geared more towards this, then can my perspective of these events change? I think so. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know how you go about doing this, much less with having Parkinson's. I know that it's necessary for me if I'm going to enhance the quality of my life and to be able to enjoy any part of the future. I see that something that has been very important to me relating to Speak Life and by a lot of grace of God and a lot of support from friends and family, I've been able to switch my thinking, my mentality from one that was honestly somewhat cynical, sarcastic when I spoke, through the hard work of changing my mindset, being intentional about how I perceive things, that has made a difference in the future that I see available to me. Don't get me wrong, I know the future is not rosy. However, altering my mindset as having a positive effect of who I'm becoming is changing who I am and maybe just maybe that will change my future as well. If I go out to a nice restaurant and expect an incredible meal, the waiter brings the meal, sets the plate right in front of me. I have two ways that I can think about this. Actually, I have several, but I'm just going to highlight two. Number one is look immediately for what's wrong with my food. I can target my steak and say, well, Steak isn't cooked the way I wanted it immediately. I've just defined the meal. The meal was a, was a letdown. Way number two, I can enjoy those that are around me. Look at how great the food is presented, how nice it smells. Oh, that smells great. And then take a look at your steak and say, oh, well, it's not exactly what I wanted, but you know, ask the waiter to take it back and say, hey, Can they fix this? While they're working on it, I'm going to continue to enjoy my meal. By doing this, I've defined the meal as a success. There was something that needed to be fixed. It wasn't a big deal. I didn't let it ruin the time with the people that I'm with. And on top of that, I got a a great steak back. Which one would you choose? Situation number two. 
my son comes home and it's report card time. Now, back in the old days, you know, they would send home an actual report card, a, a physical report card. I would look through it. But now I go online or have an app, look at it. Two ways to approach this. First way, again, more negative, is to find the grades that are the lowest and immediately pounce on that and go, what happened here? I told you these grades are not acceptable. What's wrong with you? Hmm? I've certainly defined how that is going to impact my son's life and, and how he thinks that I view him. Or with situation number two, I can look at the grades and say, man, okay, these are strong grades. Yeah, he's got lower in these, but start off with, hey, buddy, good job on this. I know that's hard to keep that up, but let's work on these lower grades. There is so much power in those two situations. We have the same choices in our life. So I started to think about applying it to other things in my life, redefining things. Yeah, we've got some bad things happening to us and they're hard and they're going to be a huge struggle. However, I'm gonna have a much better success if I can train my brain now, while at the same time, enjoying my life more. A tip that I heard from, a, I think it was a TED Talk that I've been able to use with a lot of success is how do you short circuit your brain when your mind goes into spiraling thoughts? She shared how her thoughts got quickly out of control, started with a little snowball and rapidly increased to something much bigger, out of control. I think all of us have experienced our thoughts going to the worst case scenario. In my mind, it looks like in regards to Parkinson's. What if I completely lose all mobility in my hands and my arms? Then it goes to what if my throat, my vocal cords, I won't be able to speak. And then that's going to fill in the blank. Well, what this lady was sharing was, how about you stop these thoughts by asking yourself, what if everything works out okay? What if it's not as bad as you think it is? Hmm. I've been able to use that to short circuit my thoughts where I can keep my thoughts from spiraling down into something that may never happen to me, but I'm stressing about it nonetheless. Hopefully, this will be a benefit to you as well. So over a year ago, I talked about an episode with Ted Lasso. Now to set Ted Lasso up, he is an ultimate positive person who is always complimenting each other, what I've been talking about in this season, speaking life to other people. People love being around him. <laughs> he finds himself in some crazy situations. Ted talked about the importance of being curious and not judgmental. I've adopted that philosophy. I feel like if I am busy being curious, then I'm not gonna have time to judge other people. So what does curious mean to me? It's a willingness to try new things. As we get older, I mean, this is apart from Parkinson's, we continually tell ourselves, well, we can't do that because we're getting old. This has been prevalent in my life, that I stop doing new things or wanting to try things because, quote unquote, I'm too old. If I keep adopting this, I really will become too old too soon. So adopting curiosity is willingness to try to learn new things to make sure that I'm asking questions about things that I don't know much about. Maybe it doesn't interest me, but if I keep asking questions, maybe there's something that's really worth learning. It's learning about 
new people that I come in contact with. There is such diversity with all of us that I have learned so many nuggets just in this past year about how others view things and what they do that I could learn from. And curiosity benefits me because it keeps my mind active. That is going to be more difficult as the progression occurs. My tendency is to get in a set pattern to where I'm comfortable, don't have to stretch myself, and especially with PD. It's like I have a medical excuse saying, well, yeah, you shouldn't try new things. So going back to, and wow, I jumped on a rabbit hole somewhere along the ways, but what is next year going to look like for you? That's what I'm asking myself. So I said, there's going to be challenges. There always are. An important way for me to be accountable to myself is to write down goals for the year. And once I write them down, not to feel obligated that I can't change them or modify them. I can, but this allows me a way to go ahead and start preparing for that goal. It allows me to organize, to move in that direction so that I can accomplish it. Also, my mobility is going to be less this time next year as it is for me as I look back at the beginning of this year. I want to move in that direction. When I can't, the Lord can. There are many things that I'm discovering that I can't do well. And not due to Parkinson's, just in life. But what if I can give that over to the Lord and admit, Lord, I can't, but you can. That's not removing my responsibility of things. That's not removing the incentive that I have towards life. It's in the overwhelming times. And know that he can do something so much more and greater and beautiful. He can create poetry where there is nothing but death and sorrow. To where he can create music that even the best orchestra could not duplicate. I bring him rag and he makes riches. I want to continue telling myself that and entering into that realization more. I know this may turn some of you off or say, oh gosh, did he have to bring up the Jesus or Christian thing or the religious thing? That's fine, take it for, for what you can, what you can get out of it. I hope you do experience something supernaturally. There's a lot of rest that's waiting. Coming to a close, something that I strive for in this podcast is to be real with you, be real with my future self and for my son, and to provide accountability for where I am compared to where I was when I recorded these episodes. Let's just review. I've gone through the importance of being intentional with how I view things. Having Parkinson's disease is changing who I am. It didn't wait for my consent. I do have some control over other various aspects of my life. The importance of altering my mindset and becoming the person that I want to be. I want to look for events that are amazing in my life and decrease the amount of things that I give attention to that are negative. Following up with the idea being curious, not judgmental. If I'm being curious, I don't have time to be judgmental anyways. I grow anxious and frustrated about things that I can't control. When I can't, the Lord can. And finally, what are you gonna do for next year? I would love to hear from you. Please call me and let me know. 
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his favor rest heavily on you. Have a wonderful New Year's, and we'll be back to pick it up again. Take care. Bye-bye. If you would like to contact me, there are a couple ways. Number one is by email. And my email address is Parkinson's and me podcast at gmail.com. That's Parkinson's with an S and me podcast at gmail.com. Also, I've set up a voicemail and you can call that at 1706-873-1656. Again, that's 1706-873-1656. And I really hope that you will keep moving forward.